Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everybody, to the Really Charlie Podcast. I use Anchor for my podcast because it's easy. I can um, access it on my phone, on my computer, um, whatever it may be, my iPad. It's definitely very, very easy to use. And, um, if I could, I would do a podcast every day. Anchor helps me do that because it's so simple and easy. Um, friends, my family, um, the listeners, and in some case the viewers, they, they all enjoy it. It's a very, very easy transition. Um, and Anchor is definitely the key to that. And I highly recommend that if you want to start a podcast, just download the app of Anchor and it's really self-explanatory and it really, really, really can get you started and off and running. So try Anchor just like I did. Meet you. Nice to meet you too. Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everybody, to the Really Charlie podcast. Today's guest is Tara Vargas Wallace from Amplify. She's going to amplify the Really Charlie podcast today with her, <laughs> with her presence, her intellect. And it's nice to have a guest like, like her on here um, because yeah. it's National Women's Month. Um, in a, in a day, so you can tip us off and actually welcome, <clears throat> actually encourage that empowerment to to women, to minorities. Absolutely, which is, amen. Which Amplify is all about. So, um, I heard great, great stories about you through my inbox, through <laughs> friends and uh, family. They were excited that you're on the podcast. So. Hopefully, oh, nice. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you definitely inspired a lot of people. So, um, first, tell the listeners and viewers about yourself, Tara. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Um, my name is Tara Vargas Wallace. I am um, a Puerto Rican woman, um, originally from the Bronx, moved down to the Cape like 25 years ago. Um, and have really been embraced by this community um, and have spent, you know, the past 20 years or more uh, working with inhuman services, working with marginalized um, populations and with severe socioeconomic challenges. And um, it's also how I, you know, that's where I come from as well. Um, you know, growing up, uh, you know, not exactly having, you know, growing up in poverty, um, in a, in a multiracial family. And, um, so, uh, married to a black man, I, we have three beautiful, promising, intelligent, uh, daughters. Um, oh, and yeah, so founder of, of Amplify, founder and CEO of Amplify POC. Um, POC is an acronym for people of color. And I don't want to jump too far ahead, so I'll, no, <laughs> I'll stop true. there. No, no it's. Uh, but but I want to say first and foremost, thank you for having me, Charlie. <laughs> of I um, you came highly recommended, and oh, you know that's, so that's what I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to make this podcast inspirational, educational, and uh, occasionally make some laughs out of it, and cause people to say really Charlie so <laughs> okay okay I like that I love what it's about I love it yep so before this podcast hopefully I get you to say really Charlie <laughs> okay <laughs> really Charlie <laughs> yeah see there it is already um, so am I able to share this so that my yeah. the people on my list my friends list can see as well yeah. Yeah, if you share it on your page, um, and uh, once you share it on your page, everyone on your profile will be able to comment and uh, interact with everything. 
Okay, great. And do I just go to your page and then share yeah, it from there? Exactly. Right. Charlie. Okay. Shared. And, and if one of your colleagues want to get invited, they definitely um, just put invite me on the uh, comment section and, and I'll send them to the link and they can come on the screen with us. But that's just an option. Mm -hmm. And um, so. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. So excited to be on today and talk about one of my uh, favorite things to talk about. So. And actually, you forgot about your artists, your artists. Yeah. Good work. You know, we we want to want to make sure we mention something about that also. And um, it's all about yeah. you. Yeah. We're gonna highlight <laughs> everything that you're involved in because it's it's, oh. it's essential and it's thank important. You. So for whether it's within the Cape or whether it's somewhere else, we definitely want to make sure that we get the message out. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. I've always been an artist, um, lots of different mediums. I, I, I play around in everything. I draw, I paint. Um, I love to write poetry, although I, um, I, I'm definitely not a writer. <laughs> but um, I think you know, when you're um, someone who is very um, sort of in touch with what's going on in the world and, and in your community, um, you feel you feel things on a deeper level, you know, and so it's you have to have some sort of an outlet um, to be able to to really um, help yourself uh, heal and also help others that, you know, when you're in a position to help others to it's really important that you do some self-care and you practice self-care and you do something, um, something, uh, to, to let some of that out. And, um, art has always been one of those, um, outlets for me. True. And that's what I, uh, I actually, uh, use poetry. That's what is allows me to vent, allows me to get over yes. some things and, um, so, for sure yeah so ceo amplify so how <laughs> are you how are you amplifying people of color people within the cape because i know you're not one-dimensional you're probably helping everyone that comes in front of you trying to do what you can do and uh uh so talk talk about that yeah so Amplify POC was started um, basically in my at my kitchen table. Um, what happened was, you know, I I'd already been involved a lot with my local NAACP um, and um, the Massachusetts Coalition for Women of Color, um, and already just was an activist socially um, on a you know on a local level and a and a state level. But after the the violence um, and the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, um, obviously, you know, nationwide with all the the racial unrest, a lot of people in my community had reached out to me looking for ways that they could be um, a part of solutions to this, you know, racial unrest. And so one of the things that was often asked was, you know, is there a list of black businesses that we could support? And um, locally for the Cape Cod area, you know, after a quick Google, Google search, I realized there wasn't like one place for this list um, that that existed for the Cape Cod region. So there was one for Martha's Vineyard, but not here for the mainland. Um, so I just started to write out a list of, you know, I'm, I'm heavily involved in the black community here on the Cape. So I started to write out a list of businesses that I knew of, um, you know, friends and family that own businesses. And then I just put out a, a, a Facebook post and said, hey, if you're, you know, a black owned business or a person of color um, who owns a business, reach out to me, I'm compiling a list. Um, and then I had spoken to uh, the our president of the NAACP, Mr. John Reed. He's a well-respected um, elder. Great, great, great yep. guy. Okay, good, so you know him, yeah. So um, I reached out to him and I said, hey, Mr. Reed, you know, I'm putting together this list. You know, what what are some suggestions? And so he actually gave me great advice. And he said, 
you know, I'm really proud of you for putting together this list, but you should definitely not exclude other people of color. It shouldn't just be a black owned list. Be only and the reason why he said that was because due to the dynamics of the Cape, um, the Cape is 92% white. And that is, you know, I feel like that's an inaccurate uh, representation only because people of color don't complete the census. And that number comes from the census. So, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's primarily, um, you know, white people here. And he said, um, you know, due to the dynamics here on the Cape, there aren't as many black owned businesses um, as you would find in obviously, you know, urban areas. Um, so he recommended that I call it, um, you know, that I include all people of color. And my thought was, if as long as I'm marginalizing and I mean, I'm sorry, as long as I'm amplifying my goodness, how could I say marginalize? That's the opposite of what I'm trying to do. Yeah. As long as I'm amplifying marginalized groups of people, um, that was fine with me. So I changed it from a black owned list to um, people of color. And that's where the, the POC comes in. Um, and so it, from there, it just steamrolled. I started to do a lot of research on the wealth gap, the racial wealth gap. And I learned that, um, you know, white households are 10 times wealthier than black households and eight times wealthier than Latino households. And um, I learned that, that that drastic difference in wealth is what is called the racial wealth gap. So it's what's known as the racial wealth gap. And the racial wealth gap can be traced all the way back to 400 years, you know? Um, mm -hmm. the, the, the 40 acres and a mule is a, is a prime example um, of, of one way that, um, you know, one of the, the, the incidences in history that has created this, this systemic um, drastic difference in wealth for um, black and indigenous and people of color. Um, and so, and it, you know, redlining can be traced back to this. I mean, this is all connected, um, gentrification, all of these things are connected to this wealth gap. And so um, after doing this research and learning this, I thought, you know, what else can I do besides compile a list? Like I, I've got to do more. Um, and so I thought about um, A, putting the list, uh, you know, making it an online resource so that it was easily accessible to people out in the community who wanted to patronize these businesses. Um, and then the second thing I thought was, you know, I've got to, I've got to like create some, some opportunities for education, for, op, you know, advancement and growth within our communities. So I thought, you know, partnering with local agencies, local nonprofit agencies, um, with local banks on things uh, and, and providing classes on things like, you know, um, economic literacy, asset and wealth building, um, you know, home ownership. Ownership is huge. I mean, that's how you reduce the wealth gap is owning things, um, you know, entrepreneurship. Yeah. So that so once I, you know, had this this vision together, I, I created I recruited a, a powerful team of, of women and I was intentional in making sure that the women on my board were all the, the, the board members on my board were all women and I'll, and I'll I'll touch base on the men and the importance of men. Um, but but it was important I'll, to me. What's that? I'll dress up as Medea to be on the board, you know. <laughs> no, well, well, let me, let me, let me, I'll touch on that in just a second. Okay. So it was important to me that um, the women, you know, that the board that I created was, was all women. Um, and six out of 10 of us, actually seven out of 10 of us now are women of color. Um and it was important because women are also marginalized. We're also a minority. And so regardless of your color. And um, however, I am in the process of creating an advisory committee that is going to include men and women of all nationalities, um, because it's important to have all that talent and experience and insight at the table. And I've always lived by that, that I've always lived by, you know, you always want to hang around people who are smarter than you because that's how you learn. That's how you grow. Um, and so that was really important when I was choosing, uh, when I was recruiting people for my board, um, it was important to me that, you know, not only, their skill sets, you know, and, and, and the impact they were making out in the community. And all of these women are all doing wonderful, powerful things out in the community. Um, you know, and I, and I was very intentional on making sure that I was um, recruiting people who I knew had a passion for, for racial justice. 
Um, so they are all involved heavily in, they're all uh, civil rights activists they're in, in some way, shape or form. Um, and they all have some sort of skill set. You know, for instance, I Muska um, is a lawyer. Um, I have uh, Amanda, who has her master's in public administration. Um, you know, Jean Morrison, who's our board president, she has her master's in education. So there's so many different, you know, and, and I could go on and on. I mean, I these women are phenomenal. They're all doing wonderful things. And I'm just so grateful to have them on. And I definitely do not do this by myself. So I owe it all to them as well as um, Michelle Clark, who's our social media guru. I mean, the woman is like amazing. Um, and, you know, all of our volunteers are just, they bring something of value and worth and passion and dedication and commitment. And that is key when you're trying to build something and when you're trying to amplify people um, because everyone has something to bring and offer. Who came up with Amplify, the name? That was me. And then I found out there's already, there's a, there's an organization uh, and we're not affiliated in, in any way, although we'd love to collaborate or somehow, somehow connect. There is an organization in Boston, I believe is where they're located called um, Amplify Latinx. Um, okay. And so, yeah. And it sounds like they're um, from what I've read, they're very um, instrumental in policy um, and legislation. Uh, for the Latin community, the Latinx community. So definitely want to connect with them if they're watching <laughs> or if someone's watching from that group, but no, no affiliation and um, didn't learn about them until after, after I, I named it Amplify. Yeah. And it, it, it those positive, there's positive words that are out there that, you know, and they, it, they kind of. Yeah. Know, words are powerful. They, they duplicate and you can't help that. And but amplifies amplify and it's just trying to raise raise people up and um, that's one thing. But I, I love the name. Um, Thank you. Oh, and as far as what we do, sorry, you asked that question. Um, <clears throat> so we uh, we promote businesses um, owned by people of color in in a few ways. One is we have the online uh, directory, which is our website, amplifypocapecod.com. And then we also promote them on all of our social media. So we have Amplify Saturdays, which today you'll see Lamont Jones on there. Um, he is a, a young uh, business entrepreneur um, in, uh, and he helps you know businesses get started. Um, and so every Saturday we post an entrepreneur of color and um, it, Social media seems to be, we also have an Instagram. So we're, we're Amplify POC on Facebook and Amplify POC on Instagram. Um, and, you know, all of our features seem to be a big hit. People love to hear the stories of these entrepreneurs, you know, how they got started, what inspired them to get into their business, um, you know, what struggles they faced and what all of the things that they've overcome. They're, these stories are beautiful. And sure. um, we love amplifying those stories. And every week we feature them um, not only on our social media, but we also put um, the we, we put the weekly feature on our website as well. Um, and then, of course, there's the classes. So we've just started um, brainstorming sessions. We are still in our infancy as an organization as a whole, where we've only been um, um, in effect for eight months now. So um, we're still brainstorming with other organizations on programming for informational and educational purposes. But our first program um, is being offered in collaboration with Cape Cod Five, and it's in regards to the Paycheck Protection Program. Mm -hmm. And um, and the only reason why that's our very first program is because the deadline is March 31st. So because of the federal deadline, we had to really get it out there right away. Um, to see how we can help our local businesses, uh, you know, get some of that money. Yeah. Oh, here's uh, Devon Senna said he would love to connect with you. Um, and uh, he is also a, a part of Serve Hub, um, which he mm -hmm. was a guest um, with, he was a guest a few weeks back with, um, with a couple of, uh, strong willed and uh, eager gentleman <laughs> very very educated and um so, love it but devon excellent the, absolutely 
the web's right the website's right there on the screen um and i'm very proud thank of Spawn. he's doing some good work too so nice thank you yes let's connect yes now um one of the things I, I I've learned over the years is that the community block grants that are offered through towns and states and um, those are definitely something that could help you. Yeah, I'll look into that. Someone mentioned, someone has mentioned that um, to me. The community block grants. I I think it. You know, like I said, I mean, we're still in our infancy, so um, definitely have a lot of, of opportunities to look into, but absolutely on the list. Thank you for that. Okay. Uh, let's see. You have so many titles. So Cape Cod or <laughs> Commissioner, Cape Cod and Islands Commission, that <laughs> women. And um, now, oh, one thing before I forget. Now, your board, is that time limit, time restrictions, you know, whether it's a one-year, two-year commitment, um, or have you decided on that yet? So we haven't decided on that yet. We actually have a meeting scheduled um, March 4th to, or March 9th, oh gosh, in March coming up um, to um, discuss all of that. That's that's all being discussed at our next board meeting, yeah. We got we to gotta come up with uh, term limits. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. I, um, you know, I, I have a, oh, excuse me, I, I, I was raised by women. So mm. it's, um, you know, my grandmother, my mom, my aunts, um, majority of them, you know, the, the people that we, I went to was women. And um, it did. So when it, just the strength is unbelievable and i always said that you know if you, you oh, want to go so to the strength if you want to go to the strength of the family most likely um, that's right it's be the woman so and oh. uh but uh, you keep that's up so the, sweet. The work. Thank the, you. Uh, so with all this um you're probably a sponge you're absorbing a lot a lot of things from people for sure and um, so how do you put, well, you probably use your artwork to kind of, you know, vent, you know, kind of put mm -hmm. a vent to your, your emotions that are going on. And uh, how, how does it, is it better for you? Um, you mm. know, how, how does huh. that uh, help you out? That's a good question. Um... I have days just like everybody else where, you know, I, it's really hard. I, I feel discouraged sometimes with everything that's going on out in the world and with um, everything that goes on in the community. But um, I think, you know, hope, I'm, I'm definitely hopeful. Um, and uh, especially, you know, now with this new administration, although, you know, I do know about um, each of their history. Um, I'm not a fool, but I do have some hope that the change is coming. Um, and as far as what I do, yeah, so my art, but also I think what really helps is my community involvement. You know, I'm, I'm, I volunteer a lot as, as you know, you mentioned in, in all of those uh, boards that I'm on and it's um, that is my way of, of feeling like I'm doing something. Um, that's, that's another outlet for me. It's my being active and involved in something and, um, helping to implement change is what makes me feel better. And that's how I'm able to really cope, um, and be able to, you know, be a better mom, woman, community member, wife, board member, um, CEO. I mean, that's what helps me is, is, um, helping people. You know, I, there there used to be a saying, I, and I don't, I'm, I know I'm going to chop this quote up, but something about like, you know, when you're in pain, you help others with your pain and it hel it helps to heal you. And that's so very true, you know. It, it is. And just a hands-on, that meeting and greeting, you know, it, it, it gives you a story. Right. It gives you a story with the person and and, and it also makes you reflect on what you're doing as far as a business 
You're saying, mm-hmm. well, see, I am doing the right thing. Oh, we are doing the right thing. Let me say it. We are doing the right thing because I heard a story um, yesterday, a man, a woman, they're in need of a lot of things that we're doing that we're talking about. And so mm-hmm. it kind of gives that assurance, that kind of stamp of approval that we're on the right path. So, um, yeah. So I get to, yeah. I understand what you're saying. And, um, right. We just keep on in general, you know, and like you said, there's a, there's a, there may be some change with this new administration, but we, we also want to make them accountable to, you know, Facts. different faces might be the same result. So, you know, absolutely keep, keep them honest and, uh, mm-hmm keep them accountable uh and i must yeah i try to be accountable you know when i was campaigning and trying to be be a, a local politician you know mayor of the city i was trying to be accountable oh. make, make sure that people did you know when they then they listened to me they held me accountable and uh but i was in second place and it didn't happen but Never say never. Might do That's it right. Everything happens for a reason. That's true. It's so true. Yeah. For um, sure. Cape Cod is dear to me also. It's, uh, yeah. I try, I try to make it my second home. Nice. And, uh, since my great-great-grandfather, my great-grandfather, we have uh, established some property down there. We have homeowners that are down there. Nice. Many, many family. Uh, big family out there. So when I'm going down to Marston's Mills, I take a deep breath and, and, uh, and I'm just so happy to be out there. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a beautiful area. Yeah. I always say, I feel really blessed that I've been able to raise my children here. Yeah. It's nice when, well, to me, you know, I got to fight the traffic. Mm -hmm. Once I touch down, get to the spot, you know, it's like, ah, take a deep breath, inhale, exhale, and say I'm here. And Yes. uh, So. One uh, thing I'd like to just shout out, though, is, or not shout out, but point out is, um, you know, the misconception that the Cape is just rich, old white people. Um, there's large communities of color here. There's, and, and not only that, most of the people that live here year round, um, regardless of color are struggling. Um, and it's, you know, it's hard to make ends meet here. So I just, if, if there's anything I can do to, to, you know, bust that myth, it's, it's just not true. It's, it's not just a wealthy place. Um, I mean, sure, uh, most of the homeowners here are wealthy because they all own second and third homes here. Mm-hmm. But uh, most of the people who live here year round, a majority of the people who live here year round are, in fact, struggling um, and having a hard time making ends meet. So, um, yeah, I just want to point that out. No, no, I do know that because, yeah, uh, let's just face it, you know, some people in my family are struggling and uh, mm-hmm. trying to get that next gig and next next job you know uh next paycheck and uh so but i love it out there i really do and um uh, i wish i owned some property out there but we'll see what happens yep never say never like you said charlie (laughs) (laughs) so the uh let's kind of talk about you know the uh your next title your other title rather the commissioner, my commissioner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so did, I'm sorry, did you want to ask a question about it? You just want me to go? No, into I, it? I want you to go into it. You know, it, it's a uh, um, title given is a title earned, you know, and um, I've known that you earned this, this title, both titles. So you know, talk about it. And um, Sure. Um, so the, the Cape Cod and the Islands Commission on the Status of Women um, is a commission under the Massachusetts Commission on the Status of Women. Um, I It's an appointed position. I'm not an elected official. Um, I, I was appointed by the Commonwealth. And so um, 
what we do, uh, you know, our, our main charge for the commission is to um, study the issues that women face in our region. And we're one of nine other regional um, commissions throughout the Commonwealth under the Massachusetts State Commission. Um, and so it's our job to study the issues that affect the women the most in our region. Um, and we do that, you know, pre-COVID, we would have public hearings where we would invite people to a, a you know, to come to a location um, and speak publicly. Um, but because of COVID, we've been having to hold these hearings online, you know, virtually. Um, and another way that we're doing that is through surveys. We're surveying, um, you know, people in our, the, the women in our region, women and girls in our region, um, to find out, you know, what issues affect them the most. And then we take that, we take those um, surveys and all of that, those testimonies and we put them into a report that then, then gets uh, given to our legislators. Um, and we, you know, we, we promote and advocate for legislation um, to our legislators uh, that's going to assist um or what's well, not really the better word but, you know that's going to help women with these with the issues yep. that we're all experiencing um so we help enact leg legislation um that affects women and um you know sometimes the legislators hear us sometimes they don't but we do our best to make sure that we're being seen and heard and um for the most part it's been a wonderful experience we have a great relationship with um all of our legislators and um we've just started implementing uh a, a new thing where we're inviting a legislator to come to our meetings to our monthly meetings um and so far so good We've had a uh, great experience with that. And, um, you know, they come, they speak for 15 minutes on different legislation pieces that they're working on. And then we get to ask questions and, and push for or advise on legislation that we feel they should be working on. So, and, we, and again, that's, that's based on the testimonies um, that we hear from our constituents, as well as the surveys. Good, good. What's the yeah. uh, official... What's the f official boundaries or lines for Cape for the Cape Cape Cod? You know, on, on actually on on with both organizations, with Amplify and the Commission. Yeah, so for the Commission, it's Cape Cod and the island. So it also includes Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket. Um, and um, anything, I guess, before the bridge okay. <laughs> is what right. we cover. Um, right. so, you know, uh, what is that born? We cover, I guess, born and then to Provincetown. Um, yeah. and then it, it's the same for Amplify. However, I will say, um, you know, we are expanding, you know, we do have some businesses out in Wareham and Onset that, that we, we've, we've put on the list. We don't want to exclude anyone with Amplify POC. That's definitely not what we're trying to do. But there are other um, initiatives out there that cover those regions. So I don't want to also, I also don't want to step on any toes. And, um, you know, I want to respect that other people have, have started similar initiatives um, like Amplify, where they have compiled lists of um, mostly Black-owned lists of businesses in their area. And so um, I want to help amplify those initiatives as well. But we also don't want to be exclusive. But I think now with technology and everything being virtual, it's, um, you know, it seems easier to sort of expand out, um, you know, but like I said, I, I do want to respect um, and help amplify the other initiatives that are ongoing throughout the, the state um, and, and the country, not just the state, you know, there's so many different initiatives starting up. I will say one thing about that I have noticed that's different about Amplify and these other initiatives is um, we have that educational component that is um, connected with, with our services. Whereas um, some of the, you know, the other initiatives have something different. They might have, you know, we all have the, the directory of businesses, but they might have something else like, a, you know, they might have a podcast or a retail store or so they, we all have something different that the other isn't doing, which I think is also great. It's a, it's a way that we can sort of cover all bases. Well, I can definitely be your official podcast 
You just let Yay. them know. We can uh, have definitely. <laughs> really, <laughs> Charlie? That would be yeah. amazing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we could definitely <laughs> do that regardless. You know, I don't have to be the host. You could be the host. With the <laughs> it just has really Charlie on it. So I, I, I want inv- to kind of put that out there. Whatever Thank is you. on your mind, whatever is your brainstorm, you know, the committee's brainstorm, please, you know, reach out to me and, and we can do this. I will. Yeah. I'm going to hold just, you to that. All right. <laughs> it may just be an event we're doing, you know, you might want to get mm-hmm. something out there, share it with other For people. For sure. All right. Yes. So you're friends with Paula Pina. Yeah. No. She's full of energy, full of of intellect. Paula, 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 is she watching? If she is, what's up, Paula? She's, yeah, she's the one who reached out to me and told me, you know, I, while I was watching your live stream with her on it and I was like, what's, what's this here? And, and it was, um, it was her and, um, Jeremy Costa. Yeah. Jeremy. Yep. And I thought, oh, I got. Let me pay attention to this. I see Jeremy's doing some good work in his community as well, and so I've been really watching him and seeing what he's been doing, um, and you know, admiring his work from afar. So, um, yeah, I, I thought, let me tune in here, and I I tuned into that podcast that, with all three of you, and then um, Paula said, you know, we got to get you on. <laughs> we got to get you on, really, Charlie. I was like, sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm gonna it's funny, Paula actually used to date my husband. Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Paula is one of his ex-girlfriends. Yep. Too so funny. You got... So you must have shared some stories at one point. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. It no, is. nothing. No drama. No drama. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yep. It's um He's your first round draft pick. Yeah, his first round draft pick. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it all <laughs> all coming together. And um yep. but pa- Paula is she's so in- inspiring to me. You know. Yeah. And, and and uh I get to sit with her. We talk about a lot of things, you know. It definitely she's definitely a good spark. So you got good nice. company good good company and she praised you from a to z and i'm so happy she's so sweet thank you paula i appreciate you you're watching yeah so what do we um let's see amplify does quite a few things that um Mm -hmm. i'm gonna make sure i continue to keep sharing um please do so let let's get into the artwork here the artwork oh boy I actually, <laughs> I haven't done much art since I started Amplify. Um, the The other night was like the first um, I I did a, a paint pour, and it was you know I'd had a really stressful week, and I was just like I need to do something to just shut out the world, and that was the first time I painted in probably you know eight or nine months. I've just been so focused on Amplify and all of my other duties that I haven't really given myself enough time, which is horrible, you know, to sit here and promote self. Self-care is so important. And then, you know, we're always the last to take care of ourselves, which well, is probably not good advice, but, um, or a good thing to do. But yeah. So I, the other night I just dived in and I, for the first time painted for the first time in a long time, but, um, you know, I used to. I w- I was in a gallery a year ago. What's that? You could, you could do a paint party. We amplify. Yeah. Meeting, you know. Then and guess what? But you can't. You can't. You can't be the teacher. Because <laughs> you want to. Yeah. Paint. You don't want to have that stress of so trying true. to teach somebody. So you you bring someone in there and you do a paint party. You know. So that's a great idea. Ahead. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, 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 that's fine. Sometimes I just get going and it's like, you know, you got to you got to tell me to like chill. <laughs> Cuz when I talk about the things that I'm passionate about, I just sometimes can't stop. But yeah, so 
I mean, I've actually, um, I did a, a paint pouring workshop um, with another person that um, does the, who's also a paint, she's a, an artist, a local artist around here. And um, it was right before the pandemic, we had this paint pouring workshop and it was really fun. Like, you know, being, teaching it and just, you know, having fun and, and letting loose. And, you know, it was, um, it was my first time teaching the art. And I, and I definitely liked it, but, um, I agree with you now, especially that I don't have a lot of time to put into the art form. Um, I definitely want to be a student next time. So I love that idea. Yeah. A friend of mine, Eden Swords, he does those and, um, oh. uh, yeah, he's, uh, so I'm pretty sure he'd definitely take a ride to the Cape and, uh, kind of help you yeah. guys out. Yeah. So I can't wait till we can have in-person events again. I mean, it's just, I think that's what I miss the most is that human connection, you know, zoom is great, but it gets really tiring. And, um, you know, I just, I, I we've got to stay safe and, and definitely follow precautions, but, um, I cannot wait for the day for us to, to be over this pandemic. So true. We, um, we're kind of meet and greet type people, you know, and um, so yeah. the virtual thing is, and it is what it is, but, you know, we want to meet and greet, definitely want to feed people, you know, want to interact, yeah. you know, toast with a wine glass or two, you know, uh, right. and just kind of enjoy each other, enjoy the company. I yeah. Mean, hugs. I miss hugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's me all day, you know. I definitely yeah, uh, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. So come here, give me a hug. You know, it's 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 the way. It's it's my upbringing, and I love it. And uh, so I'm pretty sure you're the same way. Human um, connection, yeah, absolutely. As your daughter's taking on the artwork, you know. Have, oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yep, they're better artists than me. Um, my oldest daughter is, um, she's very, 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 I mean, all of my girls are talented, but, and, and I'm not just saying that cause I'm their mom. They really are, but, <laughs> but, but my oldest daughter seems to be the one that has, um, really, uh, embraced it more in her life. Um, she's very, very creative. She's, um, doing, uh, creative writing in school and, um, she, she did this crazy uh class in school where she she's at the local community college um one of the the projects that she had to do was to um recreate her own portrait and she chose to do it in a way that was so interesting she she created her own self-portrait in words so you see an image but it's all made up in words and it's so dope like it's just really cool um yeah, the, the the kids are really, you know, they give me hope. I think I feel like, you know, not even just my own kids, kids out the youth today is just so bold and courageous and, you know, they're so inspiring in terms of demanding accountability and change and um I'm I'm so inspired by uh the 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 ones coming up after me after us who are going to really I feel like they're really going to be the ones um to make that that real impact, you know. Yeah, they're they're paying attention. Yeah. And, um. Actually, sometimes what happens is you know, with you know, uh, things that when they're going through roller coaster rides, you know, whether it's society and so on and so forth, sometimes those are the best teachers. You know, where everything's not just smooth sailing. You know, when we kind of go up and down in life, you know, whether it's you know. Uh, fighting different issues it's it becomes the best teacher you know for someone growing up absolutely your experiences your life experiences yeah so speaking of you yeah um i should probably also say so amplify uh one of our initiatives is we will we're going to be starting a campaign. We had, this is still in the beginning stages for um, BIPOC students um, for scholarships for school. 
as well as for um, aspiring entrepreneurs so that we can help them with startup costs. So that's something that we are going to be uh, putting together in the near future. And currently um, what Amplify is looking for are two student volunteers um, who one for social media to help us with our social media and another for photography to help us with um, photographing our entrepreneurs for our Saturday uh, Amplify Saturday profile. Um, and we will be able to offer $1,000 scholarships to each. We're looking for two volunteers. Um, so if anyone's, you know, local wants to, to help or, or if you want, if you're able, if the social media volunteer is really remote. So as long as it's, um, Someone, you know, obviously all are welcome to apply, but BIPOC students are encouraged highly to apply. Um, we can't discriminate against anyone. Um, mm -hmm. But if you're interested, the, the photography one, um, obviously that that's not remote. We are going to need someone to, you know, be local here on the Cape um, who's going to be able to to have their own transportation to get to and from all these businesses to, to take their but, you know, photographs. Um, and obviously um, we are going to require that they, you know, stay safe and use COVID precautions when they do that. Um, and both, both of these positions, volunteer positions, like I said, even though they're volunteer positions, we are offering scholarships and um, they will, we we're also offering um, training to them that they'll be able to, um, you know, put on their resume and take with them, uh, further in the future for jobs and in, in, in school, as well as a recommendation letter. So they'll leave um, with, you know, a nice little, a nice little uh, start to their resume. Awesome. I, uh, yeah. I like that. So I'm going to pay attention so I can kind of throw yeah. it out. There. I'm actually uh, take that and uh, put it on my family page because someone may. Thank you especially being from down there, you know, they definitely yeah. may, may need it. So, um, thank you. I, thank uh, you. Much appreciated. Yeah. I like photography. Um, I dibble and dabble with it a little bit, you know, take pictures, share them. Me too. We have a great photographer for Amplify. Her name's Rachel Devaney. She's one of my good friends and she's like phenomenal. She's a photojournalist. She, she actually has a, an exhibit, um, at the Wampanoag Trading Post that ends this month, but um, her her work is you know just amazing. She um, chronicles um, her own uh, journey and 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 family story as an immigrant from El Salvador who was adopted by a white family, um, and how she you know she met her um, the story of meeting her biological family. Um, and then their stories of immigration from El Salvador. I mean, it's powerful. And she also chronicled, um, you know, a lot of the the uh, Black Lives Matter protests that were here on the Cape. Um, but yeah, photography is um, such a powerful way to, it's, it's a beautiful out form, but it's also such a powerful way um, to really share those stories. Thank you. You just gave me a future guest. <laughs> yes, I can give you a whole list. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm going to remember that. I won't. I won't forget that. Uh, <laughs> so, Tara, I want this message to go out, and it will. But I also want to give you an opportunity as we conclude with this um, podcast. Um, know what other ways or what what message you want to get out to the folks in cape cod or just the folks in general on this virtual podcast and um you know what message you want to send to them my message is to um be intentional and mindful in um who you choose to do business with and that you help um by supporting uh, businesses owned by people of color, um, whether it's looking for a landscaper or going to buy, you know, hair products, um, be intentional um, and help reduce that wealth gap by patronizing these businesses and, and allowing them to succeed and um, giving them that opportunity that has been stolen from us for so long. Um, 
you know, and um, also, you know, if you're someone in power or someone who has some sort of leadership role, my message to you is to reach your hand back and um, lift someone of color up, you know, promote them, give them opportunities um, and um, do what you can to amplify the people of color, black, indigenous and all people of color in your own community. Um, so that's my message. Your Thank message. you, Charlie. Thank you. And your message will be preserved on YouTube. Thank you. On my podcast, you know. Um, so if you ever need it later on, you kind of want to throw it on a, throw it out there, share it. You definitely can. Um, I want to thank you for your time because I know uh, Monday through Friday you're quite busy. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking up some of your weekend time, but I... Uh, no. We can do this again. No worries. We can, do, yeah, we can do this again. And all it takes is a message. Let me know and say, hey, I will do. Get, I want to, you know, whether it's you and a few others, no matter what it is. Would love that. I can have 10 people on this podcast, six on the screen. So we can, it may just be nice. a, a, a discussion, but definitely please keep in touch. I want to be your I new will. friend. You are. Thank you so much, Charlie. I really appreciate you um, for inviting me on the show and and for allowing me this opportunity to come speak with you today. Awesome. All right. God bless. Take care of that beautiful family. You as well. Matt. Matt take care. Beautiful face and, uh, take care. <laughs> Likewise. God bless. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Wow, great guest. Um, I'm actually uh, very happy that um, friends, and that's what you got to do. Friends have to kind of share, um, do that networking, you know, say, hey, talk to this person, talk to that person, and uh, you never know what you're going to get. And with, with Tara, we got a whole lot of information that could be beneficial to so, so many people um along Cape Cod, you know, and and, and financially it, it it helps them out, it helps out Cape Cod and it does a lot of things. So I'm very, very happy of this podcast. And I want you all to tune in. Tune in, you know, every Saturday, but with me it's you know me. I'm uh do a flash podcast in a minute. So Tomorrow's guest at 3 p.m. Eastern Time will be Bella Montero, author of Who Am I? Um, Cape Verdean woman, Angolan. She, she's definitely, uh, you know, her book was unbelievable. I read it from cover to cover. And uh, I can't wait to have her on tomorrow as my guest. So as I say, mask those beautiful faces, hand sanitize and wash your hands. Stay safe, y'all. I love you. And I'll see you tomorrow on the Really Charlie Podcast. Take care.